Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is something that I didn't expect to be talking about today. I woke up like everyone else. The first thing that I did was I grabbed my phone off the nightstand and I open up the CNBC app to see what the market's doing today, to see what the prices are. And then I see Trevor Milton on the front page of CNBC. That's a name that I haven't seen in a while. Trevor Milton is the disgraced former CEO of Nikola. Now they say the grand jury indicts Trevor Milton, founder of electric car maker Nikola, on three counts of fraud. This is a, a article, a title that I really was not expecting to see. But I, I'm going to be reacting to this. My first just initial reaction right off the bat is they call Nikola a car maker. But in order to be a car maker, don't you have to actually make cars? Shouldn't that be a requirement? They should call Nikola a car drawer, a car photoshopper. I think that would be a more appropriate title. But anyways, we're going to be jumping into this story. I'll be talking about this. We'll be doing an overview of this case from beginning to end and my thoughts on this going forward. So we have a lot to jump into today. As always, if you like this type of content and you want to see more of it, make sure to subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. That does help out the old YouTube algorithm. Now, a grand jury indicting Trevor Milton. Now, before we jump into all the details of what's going on, what he's charged with, his possible sentencing, you know, all these different factors of the specific case, I want to do a quick background on this. How did Trevor Milton find himself in this situation? How did he get into this predicament? I think that's an interesting question. He's a billionaire. He has a giant ranch. It's worth $32.5 million. It's 2,000 acres. He ran a startup company. He became wealthy. And now he's being charged with multiple cases of fraud and being dragged into jail and potentially facing long prison sentences. So how did he get from point A to point B? How did this unravel? I want to take a look back. Of course, uh, Trevor, you described the company uh, as a technology energy company. Uh, and we learned, along with our viewers, in terms of your uh, efforts in trucks and the hydrogen cells and, well, the whole vertical integration. Trevor Milton was somebody initially very outspoken. He went on to news outlets and to CNBC. He did events frequently boasting about his company's technology, about their future delivery plans, boasting about everything the company was working on. It seemed like the normal case of a startup company. He's just an enthusiastic entrepreneur talking about his company and what he hopes to accomplish. That sounds like an innocent enough story. He's just doing what every other entrepreneur does. In some cases, this is what Elon Musk has done with Tesla. He talks about his future plans, talks about the future ambitions, how they're changing the world, and outlines what he thinks Tesla can accomplish. Well, in a similar case, Trevor seemed to be doing the same thing. Nikola is a zero revenue company. They had no revenue, and Trevor was frequently asked, when is this company going to bring in revenue? When are they going to make money? And this is the type of answers he would frequently give. Our revenues all come about the middle of next year is when our big, uh, is when our revenues really start rolling in. Our factory in Ulm, Germany comes online next year. Um, so the pandemic has slowed us down a couple months with the COVID virus. Uh, Europe's still shut down. We still can't get to our factory in Europe. So once that opens up in Ulm, Germany, we'll be able to get going. So we're probably looking like just a couple month delay next year. Um, so probably third quarter, we'll have trucks rolling off the assembly line um, out of Ulm, Germany. 
we'll have revenues next year, sometime down the line, sometime in the future. But revenues are coming. The truck is in process, and it's going to be rolling off the assembly line sometime in the near future. After a while, with all the chatter, the talk about his technology, the promises to investor, and the hype going into EV companies and EV stocks, GM decided to form a partnership with Nikola to create their vehicle called the Badger. Welcome back to Squawk Box. Nikola forming a strategic partnership with General Motors this morning. Nikola Badger will be engineered and manufactured by GM. GM getting an 11% ownership stake in Nikola as a result and the right to nominate one director to the board. That's right. The story was so convincing from Trevor Milton and from Nikola, all the promises they were making, all the leaps in technology that they were achieving, all the future revenues that they were going to have, that they even lured in companies like GM to partnership with them. Now, Rewind during this time, and there was a lot of hype into EV stocks, more so than there is right now. It seemed like at this time, every EV company was going through the roof with their stock price, and Nikola was no exception. This is what the actual Nikola Badger looked like. Now, we actually haven't seen a real Nikola Badger. It's, again, only been Photoshop designs. It's been mock-ups. It's been design elements. There hasn't been a single vehicle of this made, to my knowledge. I haven't seen a single real Nikola Badger. And you might be wondering, how could a company like GM that has all the resources they have, all the smart people, get fooled into partnering with a company like Nikola? Well, this type of thing has happened before in history. Walgreens, a known brand, lots of smart people working at their company, lots of people that could do due diligence, also partnered with the fraudulent company Theranos, a company that way overstated their claims on blood testing. They were not capable of doing the things that they said they were, and Walgreens let their devices in their stores to be used on real patients, which led to a lot of bad outcomes, one of which was luring in a lot of other investors to Theranos, which said, hey, if it's good enough for Walgreens, it's good enough for me. Walgreens must have done the due diligence, right? Well, not really. Walgreens did not do enough due diligence before partnering with Theranos, just like GM didn't before partnering with Nikola. Now, just after GM partnered with Nikola and announced this big partnership where they're going to be creating the Nikola Badger, we have a report that comes out from Hindenburg Research that was a bomb dropped on this company. This was an in-depth report with the title saying, Nikola, how to parlay an ocean of lies into a partnership with the largest auto OEM in America. This goes over in detail so many fraudulent claims, so many things that Nikola has said that are not accurate. It's such big detail, we can't possibly go over it in this summary, but I want to highlight one of the biggest fraudulent claims in this entire research. That was the Nikola rolling down a hill promotional video. This is where they took an actual truck, like a a big rig truck. They towed it to the top of a hill and then they rolled it down the hill and then they filmed a promotional video with the lights on, with it looking like it was driving itself. And in the video, they titled it the Nikola One in Motion. They used the term in motion instead of driving or instead of, you know, self-powered so that they could legally say, hey, We never said that it was driving itself. We just said that it was in motion, right? It was this legal loophole nonsense of how they could illustrate to investors that this company was self-powered, but legally they could say it was just in motion, right? It just happened to be in motion. The intention of this video was clearly to give off the impression that the Nikola One was operational. It was driving itself. That was the impression that they were leaving investors. Now, I've monitored the stock market for a long time. I've looked at lots of different companies and ways that they promoted their companies. I viewed different things that I thought were questionable. 
things that I thought pushed the line between optimism and and misleading investors a little bit here and there. But I've never seen another instance where a public company has done something so brazenly deceitful, so shamelessly manipulative of their investors, of their customers, or anyone viewing their company. They went out of their way to film a promotional video with a whole filming crew, with a large truck, just to deceive investors with the technology that their truck at that given time. It could not drive itself but they made an illustration of how it was operating itself to all their investors and customers. And this is really where people started to criticize Trevor Milton and Nikola for being deceitful. Now, I as well, at the time, unapologetically made multiple videos on the subject of Nikola and Trevor Milton. I said that in my opinion, I think that this company is doing something fraudulent. I think they're being deceitful to investors. I think that it's not intentionally. And I think that they're misrepresenting the technology that their company has in a very dramatic and intentional way. I made a couple videos about this. And what did Nikola do? They looked at those videos and this was a manual thing that happened. This wasn't an automatic thing, right? This wasn't a ID claim. This was a manual copyright claim from an employee at Nikola. Their social media manager went and watched my videos, saw that I used one clip that they provided as a promotional video and they copyright striked my video causing it to be taken down and for my channel to have a copyright strike. So after Nikola was caught in a lie by my YouTube channel, as well as other financial YouTubers, they tried to silence the critics by forcibly removing any video critical of them that used any video clip of that Nikola one in motion. Now I asked a question before, if this was a promotional video that you guys made as an advertisement for your company, shouldn't you be glad that other people are sharing it and talking about it? The only time that you would want to remove a promotional video is if there's something in that video that you're now ashamed of and you're trying to hide. And of course, that was the case. Now, after the Financial Times decided to report on this on the front page saying Nikola targets critical YouTube accounts in copyright crackdown, Nikola decided that they didn't want to fight another legal battle against a bunch of YouTubers. So they decided to remove all those copyright claims and say, we're not going to take your videos down. Now, my opinion of this situation has not changed for a very long time. This is a clip from my After Hours channel. On my Patreon, I'll do question and answer segments. And this is a highlighted clip from one of the questions I was asked from one of my patrons. This is me asked specifically about Nicola and Trevor Milton. Tom says, would you like to see Trevor Milton arrested or reprimanded for fraud? I would like to see Trevor Milton have an honest good faith investigation into Nicola and him personally. That's all. I want to see a good faith, honest investigation that appropriately appropriately applies the law in that situation. From my personal take on this, I think Nicola was an incredibly deceptive, fraudulent company that misled investors intentionally. I think that's a crime. I think that they should face harsh penalties and the possibility of of like arrested or some type of real charge. I think that people like Trevor Milton, uh, he's a hustler, right? He did everything he could to make this company go up in market cap. I don't think he cared so much about creating value. I don't think he cared about the investors. I think he cared about the market cap and it going up at any cost possible. And if that meant driving a truck up a hill and rolling it down and then filming it with the specific wording to be like a Um, you know, the way that they did the wording was such legal nonsense to have a kind of alibi. Well, we didn't say it was driving. It's nonsense. It was intentionally deceptive. 
in my opinion, it was fraud. I think that it was a, a fraudulent act. I don't know how the law is applied in this situation, but I think that the law should be applied to him just how the law is written. You know, what is the, what is the, uh, uh, what is the consequence of doing that in our legal world, you know, and can they prove that he did that? Um, or that Nicola did that. And I think that they should have the full law applied to them. So that's my opinion on it. That's a clip of me answering someone's question eight months ago. And here we are today. Nicola founder Trevor Milton is charged with lying to investors. This is on the front page of the Wall Street Journal. In the report, they break down the specific things that Milton's being accused of, the specific things he's being charged with. They say Mr. Milton faces two counts of security fraud and one count of wire fraud. Now, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know the ins and outs of the law or these type of charges, but just a quick Google search brings up that this is a class C felony. This is wire fraud in particular. He's charged with one count of wire fraud. It's punishable up to 20 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and up to $250,000 in fines. We also have securities fraud. This is the other two charges that he's being charged with. This is also a class C felony, punishable up to 20 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and $5 million in fines. So so security fraud can have a bigger level of fines. Now they highlight here that Nikola, the company, was not charged. They're not charged with anything. The company said that Mr. Milton hasn't been involved in the company's operations or communications since his resignation. They're basically washing their hands of this. They're saying, hey, that was all the CEO. He's gone now. Uh, leave us alone. We have you know, don't look into us. We're not doing anything shady anymore. That was all Mr. Milton. So obviously the company right now is trying their best to separate them from the former CEO. Now, this is what the stock chart looks like over the past five-year view. If we look at the peak for Nikola, it was around $65 a share, right around 66 and it's down 80% since then, a little over 80%. This is the reason why I make videos on subjects like Nikola. I said over a year ago that I think this stock is going to zero. That's what I said. I still continue to believe it is. And over the past year, it's 58% closer to going to zero. So this is a company that I've told people that I'm avoiding. I would never invest in this. I think you have a high likelihood of losing your money if you invest in a company like Nikola. And I actually think it's sad that there are individual investors that lost hundreds of thousands of dollars by believing his bogus claims. They say the false statements included those about the Nikola One, a semi-truck prototype. Mr. Milton knew the prototype was inoperable, yet he called it fully functional. He said that it was not a pusher, that it's fully functional multiple times throughout many demos, and he also illustrated that in the promotional video. They claim that he misled investors about the electric and hydrogen-powered pickup truck known as the Badger. And at one point, the market cap grew so big for Nikola that it literally passed the market cap of Ford Motors, a company that actually makes and sells vehicles that has real revenues that is struggling in its competition with Tesla and other auto manufacturers, but it's a real company nonetheless. Nikola's market cap surpassed Ford Motors. Now, I'm not one to relish in other people's downfall or their demise. I don't like seeing people go through this. It's not something that I enjoy, but in this situation, this is something that I think is deserved. I think this needs to happen to protect investors. This is people's money that we're talking about. 
people's life savings that they may put into an investment because of the claims that a CEO is making. So there needs to be a level of consequence with them not just exaggerating claims a little bit, but making repeatedly and known false statements. The U.S. Attorney's Office has a couple quotes where they outline the severity of this. They say, as alleged, Trevor Milton brazenly and repeatedly used social media and appearances on interviews on television, podcasts, and in print to make false and misleading claims about the status of Nikola's truck and technology. But today, criminal charges against Milton are where the rubber meets the road, and he will now be held accountable for his allegedly false and misleading statements to investors. In another statement, this one is even more scathing from the inspector in charge, he says, this defendant allegedly concealed the progress and success of Nicholas technology when he lied to investors and lured them into believing that they had invested in the ground floor of a company that had already developed viable Nikola One and Badger prototypes that were ready to be produced. The one thing that fraudsters have in common, they're liars, cheaters, and thieves. Now, to me, this sounds extremely serious. I can see this ending up a lot more severe for Trevor Milton than what most people assume. A lot of people assume that he'll just get a slap on the wrist, he'll be able to keep his mansion, he'll be able to avoid jail time. I don't know if that's going to happen. This seems extremely serious, and I would not be surprised to see him land actual jail time and lose his vast amount of wealth. So we don't know what's going to happen. It's all speculation of how this trial will turn out, but I'll for sure be following this case. So if you want to see how this turns out, if you want to see more follow-ups, just make sure you subscribe to the channel, and I'll be following the situation as it develops. But that is all for this video. I'll have another episode out very soon on a completely different topic, which is my passive income portfolio where I'm generating massive amounts of dividends. I'm investing in cash flow companies. And we had earnings reports on three of my biggest companies, Apple, Microsoft, and a new real estate holding called Vici. This is one that I'm very bullish on. The CEO had a phenomenal earnings call. I really like listening to him. So I'm going to be showing highlights of this earnings call in the next episode. So if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We'll be following along with the Nikola news and I'll give you every update on that, as well as my passive income portfolio. We'll be looking at that as well. I'll see you all in the next episode.